There are two minds in this same body. But who am I going to ultimately end up being? Stay tuned. Welcome to Take Two Radio. We are pleased to bring you interviews with people in the entertainment and music industry, discussions and recaps of the four remaining daytime soaps, that's The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and Days of Our Lives, as well as various other shows. For upcoming and previous shows, check Take2Radio.com, that's with the number two, and you can find us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other streaming apps. Follow us on social media at Take2Radio, and thanks for listening. Good evening, good evening, good evening. I'm David of Take2Radio, Soaps and Review, and I'm filling in for Pam, our acting co-host, and we are missing our other acting co-host, Candace Mack. But today we have a special surprise for you because we are we have a return interview guys along with Anthony and Carolyn. Hello, hello. Hey, hey, hey. We have we have Kevin Spiritus and Michael Slade from After Forever the series and we're discussing season two. And let me see if I have them here. Hello. You've got Michael. Take the radio. Hey, Michael. Welcome. Michael. (laughs) Okay, so if that's you, Mike, then this other one's got to be Kevin. Hold on. Okay. Kevin, is that you? I'm here. Hi. This is cool. It's so nice to have you back. Can you hear me? I Hello? Yes. Yep. Yes. We got okay, you great. going. Great. Hi Michael. Hi. Yes. Hi. Everybody else. <laughs> um we got almost everyone here. I just want to send um apologies to Pam, our acting co our supervising co-host had a family emergency and Candace who was stuck Sorry, at work. But you have um you have me, David, and you have Carolyn and you have Anthony joining you today. Hi David, Carolyn and Anthony. <laughs> hello, hey. hello. So it was <laughs> just about a year ago. Ditto from Michael. That we had Kevin. It was about a year. Yeah. yeah. Well, Talking about the amazing, groundbreaking and fabulous series after forever there was a lot of discussion about relationships and the meaning of when they end and sometimes when they continue so (laughs) you guys are representing season two can you tell our listeners a little bit about the journey to bring season two yes michael go ahead (laughs) oh okay I, i was about to say kevin go ahead because that's the kind of collaborators we are. Uh, see, well, season two, the you know the for for the, the for the three people out there who have not seen season one, um, and you should be ashamed of yourselves. Um, yeah. um, 
After Forever tells the story of Brian and his husband, Jason. It takes place in present at a point when Jason has, with the start of season one, is has actually died of cancer about a year before. And uh, it takes place in both present, it takes place in flashback, through which we learn about their relationship and get to know them, and it takes place in present in Brian's mind, Brian's played by Kevin, um, who sort of conjures Jason to when he needs to talk things through. So with season two, we really wanted to take the next step in in, in, the, in the grieving process and, you know, moving with, with Brian moving forward, starting to move forward or trying to move forward and starting a new relationship. And the, the wonderful things and difficult things in, in trying to let go of Jason enough to allow that to happen. Yeah. That was very well stated, Michael. Oh, thank you. And it also deepened. I'm glad. (laughs) Through season two, we also realized what we also see through their because friends and family are you know important characters. That everybody we we go deeper into the process that everybody is going in 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 moving forward and and what Brian's moving forward means to each of them as well because it's complicated when you know when the husband of your best friend who is now dead um, is now dating somebody else. How do you feel about that? Even much as happy as you want to be for them, you know, it's complicated. Yeah. Absolutely. Really well said. Um, I'm going to start you off with uh, some questions there, guys. Are you ready? Sure. Sure. Okay. Cool. I'm going to start you off with Candace's question first. Because this is, this is, it's always interesting when creators make a show that connects with viewers like After Forever has done with those who has lost a loved one. So for both of you, what is a TV show or movie that you were or emotionally connected to? Wow. Um, Go, Kevin. I want to talk. Well, you know... (laughs) Oh yeah, good. You throw me in front of the bus. You know, um, uh, Michael and I came together and created this particular story and series as something that was personal to both of us. Um, you know, we gathered up all these, we gathered up all of the uh, the stories and, and and experiences in our life that we were comfortable. You know that were personal to us and that's where the story got, got told and um, told from, sorry, the, the, the You're rain outside the just knocked Kevin. the tree. I'm sorry. No, the tree, a tree just fell across my um, tarp here. It's pouring rain. So I closed the door. I'll pick up the mess later. Um, uh, I don't like destruction <laughs> in disaster movies. That's for sure. Uh, but you know, something that, that, that personally hits me uh, has always hit me is, um, you know, high drama around the hero's journey. I mean, anything from terms of endearment to um, uh, um, uh, there's a couple other relationship movies that I have always felt very, very 
good about, and they come, they don't pop up for me right now. But um, you know, the, the dealing with loss and love, and continuing on and going through that um, has always been very personal to me. So go ahead, Michael. I'm I'm, I'm still thinking and, and treading water here on that um, question. It's funny. The, 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 I would not have thought about it, but the movie that just popped up into my head when through all this was um, actually Ordinary People. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Um, and because what I, what I find so moving in that is, is the exploration under the surface of what, you know, what, what is going on in that family. And, and I think, you know, the, the complexity of that. And I think that it, it really, it really always, t- it touched me when I first saw it and it has you know, continued to stay with me. So I, I, that, that, that'd be my answer. Yeah. That's very good. Okay, and you're ready for uh, in seven words or less? How two? would you describe? <laughs> yeah, question number two. You ready? Yeah, you're ready. In seven in seven words or less, how would you describe the show to someone who hasn't seen it yet? Oh, uh, wait. Do we get seven words of our own or or seven words together? <laughs> Between the two um, <laughs> Go ahead, Michael. You however you, you guys want to put it, yeah. that's fine with me. What? It's the story of love, loss, and moving on. Yeah. Beautiful. That, yeah. And I would say um, love never dies. You know. No. In, if, if that kind of adds into it. That counts. Yeah. That counts. I mean, a relationship, okay. and, and and the thing that Michael and I, the thing that Michael and I love about this story is that, in, in answer to your question, uh, love never ends. A relationship never ends, no matter, even if it's beyond just breaking up with someone. When someone dies, the relationship is still living in your heart. You're, the spirit of them is with you always. So, that's what we're very proud of telling. Okay, I got two more for you. These are my own. Okay, do we have to beat them? Okay. Okay. Is it like, you know, okay. um, No, you don't. Um, you probably know. <laughs> Who's going to um, answer? I feel like I'm a game show. Um, let me see. This one is just for you, Kevin. Oh, Ooh, good. Okay, yeah. So, Kevin, what advice yeah. would you give Brian on dealing with survivor's guilt? Glad these questions were were just thought up on the spur of the moment. Um, I don't know. I you know I think you know I'm I'm a person who has uh, dealt with a lot of loss in my life in different respects. Um, I've never had a close uh, a person as close as a relationship, um, but you know, a grandparents and and friends and teachers and um, you know, patience and and patience and and, and understanding of, of being okay with exactly where you are is what I would hopefully be able to communicate to Brian or anyone else in that situation. It's not an easy journey. And I mean, Michael's had more experience with that as far as a relationship has gone and, and luck losing a partner. But um, that's how I kind of move into creating the character. So I would hopefully work that out on screen and ha- have Brian work it out as well. Very good. Okay, Michael, this one is yours. 
Oh, God. Okay. From your standpoint. <laughs> I give Kevin. No, I can't. <laughs> from your standpoint, which of the two guys do you believe wasn't ready for the relationship and why? Because it could go two ways, I thought. Which the two guys in season two, or, or you mean you mean in, in two between David and Brian? In season two, you mean da- David and Brian? Yeah. Um, well, no spoiler I, alert. I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I think that it's a great question because I think you're right that mm-hmm. it could go either way. Um, but in my mind. Ryan is less ready. He has more. I mean, you know, I think everybody wants you know as 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 somebody says in, in the show this season. Um, once you're no longer twenty, everybody comes into a relationship with baggage. Um, but I think Ryan is coming in with more baggage than than Ryan David at this sure. point. Sure. If I'm wrong, it's sick. He's been sixteen years with Jason. Am I right? Around. Um, yeah. So yeah, he's dealing with a lot more. It's, it's a, yeah, and you know, and 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 having and it's Brian have Brian being single at this point because his his husband died is different than David being single because he broke up with his his former partner. You know, it's it's a different um, yeah. it's a different journey. I mean. They're both emotional roller coasters, but but they both you know, are, they, yeah. Um, but they're different. But they're also they're very different because ultimately, when you've broken up with somebody, even if you're unhappy and that it it, it didn't work out, you're you you're doing you're you're where you are because you want to be there. When when you lose somebody, your relationship yeah. becomes death. You know, it wasn't, you know, it 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 wasn't a choice. Yeah. Yeah. And it was set up that David. Absolutely, David, absolutely you know, I mean, right. It would have yeah. been different had it been set up that David was had been dumped, but David was the one who did the breaking up in his pre- previous relationship. Yeah. You know, if 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 you know that, I think being the one, you know, that if you're the if you're the one who is broken up with. Uh, as opposed to doing the breaking up, it's it's probably it's closer to losing somebody to, to, to them dying because it wasn't your choice. Yeah, and and I think also too, um, and I know that was Michael's question and he got to answer it, but I think the wonderful thing that Michael did with the story that you know, we kind of both, you know, we created the, the the map for where the story went, and and Michael so beautifully. Um, he created these characters of, of, especially Brian, you know, Brian wants, he wants to move on. He wants to heal. He doesn't want to feel this, um, this heaviness to the loss that he's experienced. And there's no rule book anywhere. We don't get this when someone dies or when we lose someone close, but um, you know, Brian's trying to figure it out. And I think, there's this unspoken action that he does is like, I'm going to put a bandaid on it. I think it's okay. Of course I'm ready, but you see through his actions and through his dialogue and what he's doing and how he keeps conjuring him up is that he's trying to convince himself that he's ready as well. 
and it's it's a real it's it's very it's very um it's a beautiful little web that he's he's written for us all the yeah. work out so thank you michael slade um you're yeah, welcome yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, thank, thank you both. Carolyn? Hi. <laughs> um, Carolyn uh, Jenkins, Barefoot Blonde 5 on Twitter. Um, nice meeting you two. And the story is mm-hmm. absolutely um, phenomenal. And I can relate because I've, I've, I've lost a partner and I've divorced a partner. So I've been there. Okay. And it, so, yeah. I certainly well, I thank so. you. Thanks for the okay. um, the compliment from online, and and sorry about your loss, of course. And um, yes. I, I would be I would be very interested in at some point to see you know to listen to how much of each relationship is still within you in your daily. Oh my, life. my goodness! Because... I'm, I'm 75 years old, and they're still very very. Oh. Mm, it's a big part of my life, and the, and the older that I get. Um, I have some wonderful memories, wonderful memories. Um, but any occasion that comes by, um, you know, the celebrations and uh, if there's a death in the family, then you have to come together sure. with someone that you've divorced. No, sure. there's a uh, uh-huh. roller coaster of emotions, roller coaster of emotions, for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, I, was, I was going to ask. Um, did you have any professional, um, like psychiatrist or psychologist, um, help you along with with the storyline, or no? Um, just to the extent <laughs> that I've been in therapy most of my adult life. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, okay. And, and 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 Michael has become my therapist, so there you go. It's just, <laughs> Well, that's you know, yeah. bonding. Bonding is important, and talking, talking, um, you know, talking about the journey, and having someone close uh, by that you can talk to, and you know, have your real, true emotions, because there's everything yeah. there. There's you know, anger, um, guilt, I mean, everything, everything. Well, also, you know, one of the things that that if if you notice, I mean, in season one, the memories that get conjured you know, the, the, of Jason are um, almost exclusively wonderful in storybook. And in season two, the intent was to start to see memories that weren't, that everything wasn't always perfect, which was not to say it wasn't right. a bad relationship. Right. It's just that, you know, the, you know, the difference between, for me, the difference between memory and nostalgia is nostalgia only remembers the good things. And memory yes. remembers all of it, and and it's you know, and I think when you're living in nostalgia, it becomes almost impossible to move on, because right. how do you, how do you, how does anybody new measure up to somebody who you you know mythologized and made you know perfect? Yeah, very difficult. Especially I'm, and, and, and I'm Michael. Okay. I just was to say Michael actually. Uh, when he and I were discussing how you don't leave everything, you, you, you don't address everything that was always perfect, and the imperfections that come along in a relationship, and then there's of course this unspoken thing that we're not going to talk about right now because it's a it's a total spoiler. But um, the circumstance that does happen to Brian, and one of the reasons he covers 
his his uh, pain and this relationship, something that happened in the relationship, I think is very well dealt with in this se- season as well. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm going spoiler, to spoiler. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to ask uh, Pam's questions, uh, seeing um, she couldn't make it tonight. Um, on creating and writing the series, um, how has it changed your view on life and death? Wow. Well, I'll, I'll um, jump in. That's it. I was just going to jump in. I, I, I don't think it's, I don't believe my view has changed on life and death and the way relationships come in and out of our lives. I mean, I think there's a great universal crossing point that always happens when two people meet, they meet for usually a reason that's Michael and I wrote this series because we had this chance meeting at a gym. But um, for me, when I was discussing my ideas about this with Michael and I'm, I'm he'll answer as well is these are our, these are our beliefs. You know, I asked Michael if he still talks to his departed lover and uh, partner and he said, yes, he did. And I believe that we talk to people even when they're not here. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I, I hope that it's a key and it's a, it's a way in for people to look at their past relationships and their loss from that standpoint. Take it away, Michael. And, and just to <laughs> jump in there with, I'll answer the question, but, but only because, you know, when I, I'm always aware that when we talk about the series, it sounds like it is this, you know, incredible downer. Right. Um, of, um, no. But in reality, there's lots of humor. And it's a, yes. You know, there's, there's lots of fun stuff in it. Um, yeah. But um, uh, I, I think that, I, I, again, I don't, I don't think it has changed things for me, but uh, it's certainly one of the um, personal guilty pleasures of writing it has been that, I've gotten to write a moment here or there that I wish with my lay partner I'd had a had the had chance to say or do. Um, so there's a little, you know, I get to, I get to live out a couple of fantasies. That's which, which is, is well, it's, nice. it's very, it's very cathartic, and um, you know that you're out there resonating with people and helping them uh, on their journey as well. So it's, uh, it's yeah, wonderful. And, and that has been amazing. I mean, the, the fan mail we get. From people about how the series has helped them through their own grieving process is uh, well, I mean, is wonderful. really astounding and, and incredibly humbling. Yeah, if you can help, if you can help even one person along the way, that's uh, that's a major, major plus for sure. Yeah, yeah, true. And we love the ending. Does that mean there is going to be a season three? Kevin. Yes. Well, yeah. well. Um, yes, there is. Uh, um, Michael and I have. It's written. Um, we have a time in our minds and on the calendar that we're aiming for. Um, hopefully, with the craziness of this um, uh, coronavirus oh, that on? we can aim for, it. it um, we are aiming for July. But you know, oh. there there oh, are filming, steps to filming, take filming, and um, filming, filming. Yes, not coming out. And um, and you know, Michael. When Michael and I sat down to do this, we had so much. I we had so much story, and there were ideas about what to put in season one and what to put in season 
two, and, and, and we came to the agreement that this short form uh, storytelling of this particular relationship would go into a trilogy. So the oh. third and final season will be out there hopefully soon. So. Wonderful. Wonderful. Hmm. Well, we're all in free fall right now, so we'll keep our yeah. fingers crossed that you're, yeah. you'll, you'll be on target. Yes, well, thank you, Carolyn. Uh, Anthony? <laughs> I think that brings it to me. Hey, guys, Anthony here. Um, hey, I wanted Anthony. to... I wanted to discuss, and, and you already touched on, you know, the transition from Jason the hero to kind of taking the pedestal away um, in season two. So I'm going to tweak that question to to ask how conscious in the in the writing process was it to blend the the grief and the anger that Brian has, um, both with the situation itself and the anger that he has for and with Jason um, how much of uh, how much of that affected the writing process and, and you know was it was that a hard choice you know a hard um, line to, to find uh, um, <laughs> wow um, um, you know I think that I think some of the, the hardest things that we could deal with when anybody, I mean, friend, spouse, parent, um, guys, is the the stuff that you didn't get to resolve. You know, um, I think that that the you know the memories, that the fun stuff, that the whatever is, you know, but but that the anger, you know. Um, Anger, anger is a big part of it, and I, um, it was, you know, I think Brian, you know, there's anger that the person died. There's anger at the, you know, at the gods for that. There's anger for, um, again, it's not exactly a spoiler alert, but from season one that, that when Jason got gets his diagnosis. It's a terrible diagnosis. And it's, 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 it's the stage four that essentially they can prolong his life, but they can't. They, there is no hope that they can cure him. And he chooses to not have um, any treatment. He doesn't want to prolong what can't be fixed. And, um, and Brian, as a supportive husband, goes along with it. And as Brian gets to say in season two, it doesn't mean I, it doesn't mean I agreed. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think that you know that you know when 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 you're confronted with, I, I, I firmly believe that when when somebody is dying, how they die, die, that's they get to make those choices. Um, I felt that very strongly with my with my partner. I, you know, whether I agreed with the choices or not. They're the one going through this. And then the choices about what happened after they're gone, that's the person who's left choices because they got to deal with that. And, you know, but it it does leave, you know, I I wanted to explore the the stuff that, that as a result of that doesn't get necessarily said and the anger that 
that, that you know that that is still there and um and and, and it's and it's very complicated because you you know you you when when you know to I, you know love is complicated you know it's all those emotions all the time and 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 when the person isn't physically there anymore i think they become even in some ways more elevated so i don't know if that really answered the question but that's kind of where it took me <laughs> yeah it, it definitely answered well, the question and, and and thank you and and also you know and Michael and I wrote what we knew personally. You know, we wanted to create a story that we had dealt with personally and um, or understood as much as we could. And that's that's what the excitement of was putting this story to you know on the paper and then of course making it. And um, I know I've never been given such um, great story arcs to play in all my soap opera days. And, um, and it, it's, it's a, it's an honor to get, to get on to a set where you can step into an emotional, uh, an emotional, an emotional journey that is, um, healing on so many levels, not only yourself, but hopefully, as I said before, people who watch this are going to get that hopefully because we're working it out on, on that screen. So, well, Again, the secret segment. tool and the secret weapon, the secret weapon for writing anything is to hook up and join partnership with Michael Slade. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, you were right at the perfect segue I, for my second question. <laughs> and um, the last time we spoke, it, you know, it was fairly, it was fairly at the beginning of, of the After Forever journey at least for, mm-hmm. you know, fans. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, the big thing that stood out to us and, and that we had started to see online was, you know, was the LGBTQ community looked at this and, and said, this is one of the, the first representations that we see that has no camp. It has no, it, you know, it's, it's real people that happen to be LGBTQ. And, you know, you guys have, uh, gotten a bunch of accolades after we spoke. So I'm wondering mm. um, if you can talk to the community and uh, let us know at this point, you know, where that helped you with season two or, you know, what in, in mind that you've done a lot for us. You've, you've helped us see something on the screen both in dealing with grief, but also in looking at relationships and friendships and family relationships that look real to us when it's so hard to find. Can I jump in first, Kev? Yes, please, please, please. Okay. That's a really hard, um, that's, you know, a, when, that's a hard a great, question. I, no. Thank, <laughs> yeah, it's a great question. Yeah, it's, but um, it's wonderful. And, um, and it speaks to the heart of why we started this project. Um, when Kevin and I, I, I had, been a writer on, on Days of Our Lives at the tail end of the time that Kevin was there. So we did, though I knew who he was, we didn't know each other. Um, and then fast forward a bunch of years, ran into him at the gym in, in, in New York and uh, introduced myself. And um, when we got talking, he, he, and he said, you know, I, we, you know, we should grab a coffee one of these days because I'm really looking to create a, a, a series of, um, and, and maybe we should, we should talk about working together. And, and the first thing he said was, I want to create a series about gay men who are my age, who are grownups. 
and that completely intrigued me because you know we're 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 we do di- we disappear or we're the that campy joke or that you know yes. um, and even um, and I can get on you know my soapbox about you know I mean <laughs> shows like Modern Family that eh. that to me is has taken has taken the world of gays two steps backwards in that Amen. those two men never touch each other. They never are sexual with each other. They're always embarrassed about each other. And, you know, and, and I, you know, it was really important to, to both of us to, to create a series where, as you described it, these, these, are, these are LGBTQ people who are people, who are, you know, fully fleshed, vibrant, interesting, complex people, and that the show is not about, you know, them being gay, it's about them being people. And, um, and I think that's, quite frankly, one of the reasons it has such an enormous following across all demographics is because of mm-hmm. the that. I think mm-hmm. that the, 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 um, the, peop, you know, the universality of human experience when it's told honestly makes it accessible, you know, whether you're gay, straight, whether you're younger or older, whether you're male, female, trans, it's, it's, it's connectable. And, and I, and I, 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 that's what we certainly aimed for from the get go. And, and, um, and I think it's some, I think I'm speaking for both of us, but I I think we're really, it's one of the things we're proudest of is, you know, that we've, you know, we've accomplished that. It's real. Yeah, I, I would. I, I, yeah, I, I, again, it's 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 what we know personally. I have I have nothing. I, you know, camp is great in the right place for me, for my for my for my taste. Um, camp and over the top, and you know, um, whether it's anything, gay, straight, trans, like Michael said. But I think it's something that the community that I know um, and where I step into the community as a gay man and, and also how it took me a very long time to be okay with being gay and be um, okay with all the colors of what um, the gay lifestyle is and the world that we live in is. Um, I'm very proud of it. And it's, I, I always, I told Michael, I just want to write a role or you know, get a role where I can just sort of wake up, put on my clothes, walk onto the set and continue being me. And that's kind of what I feel very proud of. And I think we did for everybody on that show. And there is humor in our show. And some of it comes from a, a, a not campy side, but a very, very funny biting side when it's real. And even those two characters who kind of give that to you, uh, the two Pauls, you know, they're Mm, still vibrant and sexy and they're, and they're uh, they're romantic and they're physical and I love that about them. So, well, thank you so much. Um, I, I can only <laughs> you know I can only pray that the two of you will you've basically said that season three is you know finishes up the arc. I only pray that the two of you will come together and create another series uh, that's oh, as honest and as <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, this this has been this has been an amazing 
um, foray for me personally. Um, Thanks, Anthony. I'm, uh, thank yeah. you. And uh, before we let you go, can you tell all the listeners where to find After Forever, both season one and season two, and where that they can leave their comments and or find you guys in other spaces of your careers? Kev, I'm going to leave Michael, it to you. Because uh, okay. <laughs> uh, as, as he will happily the tell you, Michael's a Luddite. <laughs> <laughs> Michael can write, but boy, get him to tweet or text or Instagram. Forget it. No. Um, he's, 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 he's getting but if, you, he's but if you send me a message oh. by carrier pigeon, I always <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll send mine by strip. Oh, only if, only if you were joking. No. Um. Anyway. Um. After forever season. After forever the series. Uh. uh it can be seen on Amazon, both season one and season two. Um. That's in the U.S. and the U.K. And if you go to Binge Networks TV, uh, Binge Networks TV, you can do a pay per view all over the world. That's worldwide. So um, uh, season one is there now and season two bins, bins networks. And, um, okay. and you can, you and then can find the it, website uh, and the Facebook. And the- yeah, the website, if you, if, if you go to website uh, after forever, the series.com, you can find everything you need to know about after forever. And we're on Facebook after forever, the series and AF the series is um, Twitter and after forever, the series is on Instagram and you can pretty much find Michael and I there anywhere, anyhow, anywho. <laughs> okay, Twitter. Oh, God. Thank you so much, guys, for coming in. Thank you. Oh, I got to tell you, I have to tell you, I have to tell you, all of us here at Take Two Radio, we were, we were so pleased about the Emmy because oh, – oh, you came to see us, one, because you're so close to us, and you came to us to talk about it, so it made it that much more for us. Yes. I Am I saying it right? What do you well, think, thanks. Anthony? Absolutely. It, it it felt like we won sort of with you, being, you know, friends yeah. of the show, and and we were so damn proud. I mean, if you look at our feeds from, from back then, um, it was all over the place for us. And when season three is in the can and about to be revealed, I so am throwing the invitation out. You guys better come back. Not even I'm not even yeah, right. yeah. I'm saying you guys you better got come it. back. You it's got it's it. a date. It's a date. Uh, one thing I would um, love to just uh, send out to the listeners that I also wanted to say is if you are able to watch uh, the series on Amazon season one and season two, uh, Amazon loves to know it. So it can help move us faster to season three. So please leave a review. Give us your stars. Only if you um, like it. Hopefully. Only if you like it. <laughs> Only if you like it. Um, and, uh, but we appreciate it. And, um, and that's, that's what I was going to leave you with. Did you have something else? Yeah, I, just, or? Uh, yeah, I was going to add just the, very important. Couldn't hear you. I said a lot of followers don't know that, that you really have to leave your review to get you up there in the rant in the ratings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. and you have to make sure you're clicking on after. You have to make sure you're clicking on season one or season two to leave the review. So, okay. Go ahead, Michael. There you go. Michael, you were going to say. No, and I was just going to just uh, the, referencing the Emmys. You know, when Kevin and I started with this, you know, we were creating this 
out of love and because we wanted, you know, because we believed in it. The, I don't think the concept that we could wind up winning five Emmys for season one ever occurred to us. It certainly didn't occur to me. Um, and no, so I, I mean, I don't think the it was even, of even in our idea. No, I don't think it was even in the, the, the possibility list. It was just, oh, maybe we can get this on the air. And, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so, so it's, it's really been incredibly magical. I would have to agree. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks, folks. Uh, Thank you, guys. To all of you, please, everyone out there, be safe. Wash your hands. Stay stay very careful as you navigate through your cities and your life. Um, And um, we'll talk to you very soon. Absolutely. Have a great evening, guys. Have a great evening. Cheers. Thank you very much. Bye. All right, listeners, that was a great interview, and it is so nice to bring back a series that meant a lot the first time around, and now I can't wait to dive in and finish the episodes. I've watched the first three of season two. I can't wait to finish season two, and I can't oh, wait welcome. to have them back after season, after season three is filmed. Now, in the yeah, world can, uh... of soaps, Okay, I, I'm going to start you off. Oh, go ahead, Carolyn. Go ahead. I said it sounds like they're going to have some twists and turns and some surprises in uh, season three. It'll be interesting. See how it how it wraps up. That's it's going to be a it's going to be a good run. I think you both love it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and you know what, listeners, real quick, actually, to piggyback on what they were saying, even though, you know, they garnered Emmys and um, the attention that's out there, it it is still very important to leave that feedback, to leave those comments, because, you know, nothing is is a given, nothing is a given, and we want that season three um, as soon as possible and, and with as much fanfare as possible. So please go, go in and leave those comments. If you've already watched and, and you love it the way we do, go back and, and put them up. And if you're watching now, it just takes an extra two or three minutes to type in something awesome. Sorry, David, where did you want to go with uh, the soap world first? I, I just wanted to, I'm going to start people off with B&B, telling them to stay tuned for Bold and the Beautiful. I know, Anthony, you're not up on it. But um, I just get people going and saying that Hope and Liam and Steffi have a plan for Thomas since Hope is in the know and knows that Steffi's kiss was planned. There is a plan in motion, and it ended today with Hope in a gown. So, Ooh. At okay. the wedding. Okay. And that's Bold and the Beautiful. For more, yeah, please tune in for that. So I'd like to ask carry the, on with the rest. I'd like to ask the two of you for Bold and the Beautiful. Now, I'm currently catching up. I'm, I'm, not, as, I'm, not, uh, I'm not fully um, up on last week and this week, but um, I wanted to ask you guys, does it seem for Bold 
especially, does it seem over the top as far as Sally and Wyatt are concerned? It seems like every other phrase is, well, I still can, or it's going to be so meaningful because of. Does it, do you guys see the, the, the fact that there's going to be a miracle cure coming and that, you know, this is just, it, does it seem over the top for both? That's my question. I, I see that. There, I think there's something in the works. This is my opinion. But with with Ashley coming back as Bridget, I'm wondering if she's the one who's going to help Sally. All right. Well, we've got our queen, and we love our queen, so let's go to Salem first. Whoa. <laughs> Have you two been watching? I have been watching, and I have been watching at the edge of my seat, falling off my seat, jumping up and down, clapping, screaming, um, singing. (laughs) I I, I have been, Days is on fire, absolutely. Yeah. Um. How is this? How is this all going to end? Now we've got how many couples? Three couples, and this and the baby. Three couples and a baby. <laughs> Three couples yeah. and a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see it today um, with uh, Brady and Kristen? Oh my God! I just love these two together. They are. I I did not see today's, but I do. I absolutely do love them together. No, Kitty's is, is ready to go after. Actually, I, I was catching up on General right up until showtime tonight. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I, you know, first and foremost, you know, the whole prison, the whole prison um, floodgate being opened, I guess you could say, excited yes. the heck out of me. Except, you know, I love days and the suspension of disbelief. I mean, nobody's ever dead. And even if they are dead, they don't come back in somebody else's body. But seriously, how many people came and went out of that darn prison while Ben was strapped in and waiting? How many people came in and out? Where are the guards? And where is the prison? Is it right off of Horton Square? Because how are they getting back and forth to the town so quickly? That she dressed, I mean, seriously. Gaze, I love you. And, and it was dramatic, and it pulled every single piece of it worked, except for the fact yeah. that they were popping in and out of, that, out of that execution like they were coming in and out of a club. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was, it was priceless. Yeah. Oh, my God, for, I know. For sure. The warden was over <clears throat> <laughs> I was expecting someone to go. I was expecting someone to go. Beam me back, Scotty. I mean, they were literally <laughs> popping back and forth in the in the matter of, of a commercial break. <laughs> I know. I know. It's a time well, lapse. Point, Can we call it time lapse photography? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we can call it memory lapse. Yeah. <laughs> I know they cut. There's something to be said about the editing, I guess. Yes. (laughs) Well, what, um, uh, David, what is your favorite uh, part of days these days? My favorite part of days right now? Yeah, yeah. uh, um, One, I am just, 
I don't know if I would call it my favorite, but the one that, that gets me is Gabby getting out of what what she did. Oh, <laughs> yeah, she always, you know, lands on her feet. <laughs> she lands. I mean, uh, I was going to say she lands on her hands and knees, but, you know, that's just me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anthony, and it's, your and it's just astonishing. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> um, honestly, I I've replayed the scenes with Maggie, Victor, um, and Xander, and um, that whole. I mean, Suzanne Rogers. All three of them were amazing in in, in the scenes. Don't get me wrong, but Suzanne Rogers, man, if she is not on the nominations list this year, I am going to create a hashtag, yeah. you know, a protest. The, yeah, phenomenal, yeah. phenomenal, yeah. phenomenal, phenomenal. But honestly, there is nothing that I don't enjoy watching on days right now. And it's been, it's been a long time since I've said that, you know, when everything was going down with, um, you know, the mayor race and the Haley oh, thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah, know, the long, rest of the yeah. days were so on fire. But when those scenes were on, I was like, oh, God, fast forward. I, I can't take this anymore. And to be able to watch it right now and, and be on the edge of my seat and that when I'm caught up and I'm like, oh, man, you know, I, I need the next episode. I need it now. Why can't they release it, like, digitally? <laughs> um, you know, really excites me. But of the storytelling, that, that arc blew me away. I'm 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 so proud of her work and the writing and so on mm. and so forth. What about you, we'll wait Queen? Till, <clears throat> we'll wait till you see today. Um, uh, it was interesting that um, uh, Brady, they they uh, Brady and Kristen were going over the, when the baby was born, and uh, he was trying to comfort uh, Kristen. Well, now it comes out that she remembers, um, you know, the baby's, uh, what her mouth looked like. And she had a little heart shape on her, I think, on her neck. Anyways, it's getting close because Xander uh, cornered the doctor in the elevator and has threatened her. <laughs> so it's really well, all coming, all coming running together. Running Nicole, basically, yeah. You know, yeah. what I wanted to ask you guys um, is, can Victor be redeemed at this point? Um, <laughs> quite frankly, can Xander be redeemed once this all is, once all is said and done? Oh, right. They did yeah, such yeah, a good yeah. job with making him likable and almost, you know, yeah. lovable, really. Um, can the two of these men come back from this? No, oh, he's, he's mean again. <laughs> he's very mean today. <laughs> Well, and Victor, I don't know. And he's going to say, all in the name of love. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, Well, it's it's pretty interesting. It's all going to come down uh, all all at once. And I I just feel so sorry for everyone involved. This is going to be a mess. Lots of heart. I'm curious, David. For you, yeah. there's been three baby switches on the four yeah. shows. Um, there's yeah. been two memory, you know, very, very, um, very, very prominent memory stories. Which, uh, 
which of those storylines are working more for you? Uh, jeez. Oh, gee. I well, you think, think about it. I'll actually Ron is doing a, a better job with it than they did at GH. Okay. You're talking about memory-wise. What about the babies? The memory the baby thing, yes. Yeah. Even though I, it's I a little far-fetched, I think, I think Day's Days handled it a little more, handled it a little better. Maybe, maybe on a little different note, and it had more of an upswing when we were waiting and waiting for something on on GH that took us like forever to wait for. And I think that's it. And like a few things were missed on the memory transfer early on on GH, but Ron sort of, you know, I yeah, I think Days handled it better, the memory. I, I have to agree with that. I, yeah, they, they poked fun at themselves for doing it, um, which, you know, General Hospital completely missed the ball on that. There were a couple of remarks that were almost like, hey, we know what's going on and we know what we are asking you to feel and, and think. But not not even close to the way Days did it. So I, I definitely give them, you know, the A uh, of the class in that. As far as the baby storylines is concerned, I'm really, um, I'm really waiting to see what the fallout is going to be on Days because, yeah. you know, general <laughs> general left a lot to be desired. Um, in the fallout of it all, you know, I think the biggest misstep was making it the Carly show for that episode. Um, you know, you had Michael and, and Brad and Lucas in that room. And the person who did almost all of the talking was Carly. And y'all all know, I love me some Laura, Wright, I love me Carly Corinthos, mm-hmm. but it wasn't her story. And since, you know, Bold had done it so fantastically it was more of a letdown because we had already come off the storyline with Bold and how well they had done it. So I'm really mm-hmm. holding my breath to see, you know, what Days has in store for us. I am too. All right, David, where do you want to go next? Um, I think we touched everything on Days. Um, oh, there is, there was a spoiler alert about Evan. Oh. I read it. Did you see it, <laughs> Carolyn? Did no. you see I didn't, so. the possibility? I don't know how true this is, but Evan has a connection to Salem other hmm. than David. Oh. Mm. Yes. Can you give us any more information on that? I know. I know who they said it is. Do you want to know? Yeah, yeah. and I'm sure our <laughs> listeners want to know. All right. I don't know how true this is, but they're saying he's Orpheus's son. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, that would be a very interesting story to play oh, out. Boy. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how true it is, because I, I can't remember where I read it, but I remember reading it. If you find it, if you find it, let me know. Yeah, he got bailed. Did you guys? Did you guys also see that um, uh, Nadia is back on contract, and she may, or may not, and most likely not, I would think at this point, I hope, be coming back as Chloe. Mm. But she is back on contract. She started taping already. So we'll see her in about five and a half months. <laughs> may or may not. Yay! She may or may not be coming back as, as uh, Chloe. She's definitely coming mm. back to the campus, canvas. I wonder if JKJ might come with her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was kind of hoping that, you know, it would be a reason to bring Brian Totello back again. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I love him. I I really do miss him. Yeah, I do. I do miss him. Yeah. Yeah. All right, David. Flipping a coin. Heads or or tails, David? Uh, tails. Well, then, Genoa City. It is Genoa City. Um. So the fallout from Mariah and Tessa, it seems to be the the B storyline. The A storyline, of course, is still Sharon and all that's going on there. Oh, my God. Talk, David. Did you I, – I, I was in complete tears. Carolyn, why aren't you watching Young and the Restless? Um, <laughs> I, was, I was in tears. With Sharon and Nikki. Did you see that? Did you happen to see that one the other day? I did. I did. I was um I was close to tears. Um it's for me, honestly it's the only thing worth watching right now with the Young and the Restless. Um and it is definitely saving me from from, you know, saying, you know what, I'll check back in in a month or two. I, I'm I'm on the edge of my seat for this particular storyline and the scenes the scenes between those two women. I mean, you know, we're talking we're talking two amazingly powerful actresses who hit every beat perfectly. Oh my God, they they were I thought they were wonderful and. Uh, I mean, I, I just couldn't get through it. Watching it, I'd watch it again. Just, I, I sometimes I just watch just to cry because it's so cathartic, and it feels good it after. Is. You know. You know, I I have my my list of um my list of of most powerful you know scenes in daytime over the last ten years. Let's say, of course, Ava and the body bag, and Kiki. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sammy yep. and the dream sequence when she found out about Abigail and EJ. Um, you know, there there are definitely quite a few. Uh, the the moment when Hope, you know, when Douglas and Hope and, and the baby. So I, I definitely have to add that. And, and when she was talking to the girls, uh, when Sharon was talking to her daughters, those two, those two definitely are on my most powerful scenes list. 
And, um, I, I, you know, kudos to the writing, kudos to the acting. Yeah. And if they could bring that level to the rest of, of the storylines, I, I would, you know, I would be on cloud nine. Having my said one, that. My one hope, my one hope for this, one hope for this, and Peter Bergman brought it up in one of his, is that they bring Ashley into this too because she is a breast cancer survivor. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I I know she turned she turned him down for now, I guess, because she wanted to just keep it within herself, but I don't know how long she'll be able to hold it. And I do want to say kudos for for the writing team for show for giving us showing all the sides, all the nooks and crannies that go along with breast cancer, showing Sharon at her worst, and I hope it keeps going. I hope we see the worst of it before it gets better. I don't want to see, like, I want to see... The Miracle Cure. Awful saying. I want to see her actually play out the suffering. Yeah. They're, They're starting off okay. I just hope we see the underbelly of it. Mm. Well, I, I love that they're taking it beat by beat as well. You know, it's it's yeah. it's not you know it's not okay. Hey, today I was diagnosed, and then two or three weeks later, I'm so sick, and then two or three weeks later, I don't want everyone fawning and 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 pampering me, and you know, they're really playing every single side of it so far, and I and. You know, they started off so amazing with Dina and the Alzheimer's storyline. Um, and and I and I hope it doesn't go that way. Um, because they really have they really have everybody rap rapidly attentive attentive right now. What do you what do you feel um about Mariah and Tessa? Is it entertaining to you? It does it make sense? Um are you I was, loving the miss? I was the missy missy that's in the middle. They make human by making a mistake by her making the mistake first. Okay. They didn't. Yeah. And I don't. And I can't remember if she. If they did. Did she walk? Did Tessa walk in at that point where they were about to, or had they finished already, or didn't they do it at all? Okay. What I love, I wasn't sure where Tessa caught them. What at what point were they at? They were done. Um, They were done, and and that made for you know that made for it made for everything that came after. Um, What I'm really loving is is the fact that you know Missy in the middle is like, hey, it's no big deal. You needed me. We did it. No big deal. You know, that's with the yeah. Juliet character. If you remember, you know, when Kane and Juliet got together, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, that's what she was supposed to be. When they turned her into, you know, psycho 50s, crazy, you know, I, I was really disappointed because YNR needs that freewheeling, uh, you know, I'm okay with this and I'm okay if it doesn't happen. I'm, I, I'm just about having a good time, having what I want, you know, and 
not having to make some deep, dark, dramatic underbelly to it. And so if they leave this, if they leave this playing out that way, I'll be really, really happy as well. Um, because it was real. It was, it was, it was something that I've, I've talked about with my friends, you, you know, Hey, I almost did this because this was going on. And, and I, you know, at the last minute and some who have been, I did this and I shouldn't have, but it happened. Let's move on. Um, that, that feels so much more real to me than, you know, than the deep dark under, we were friends 20 years ago and I disappeared. Now I'm back in your life and you didn't remember till you kissed me, please. Sorry. Anyway. Okay. Anything else and, standing and, out to you? Well, I'm I'm wondering um, if Lindsay had planned it. No, I honestly don't if think she's so. Working and with, I really, if she's working with Tanner to, to, to keep them apart. I think it's in her best, you know, I, I think it's in her mind that it, it, I don't think it's a plan. Um, and if they turn it into a plan now, I'll be okay with that. If they backtrack and make it that, that it's been that way all along, then it, it will take away from those scenes in the first place. Where it sort of was like, hey, this happened because we both wanted it to happen. We both know it was a mistake. No big deal. Sorry about that. Let's still be friends. You know, if they, if they turn it into it's been a plot all along, it's going to cheapen that. And, and, you know, that and Sharon are the only two good things that are going for you know, why are from in my personal opinion at the moment. Mhm. And uh Yeah, that that's about it right now. Um, All right. Well, the only thing I is think... Nick okay. Nick taken Newman just despite Adam is I don't know, out of character, a little for him, just so he didn't want it, so he doesn't get God, it. I, God, I wish Candace was here, because I'm going to say something that I know she's thinking, and girl, hit me up on Twitter <laughs> after this, when you, when you listen to this, Nick is the new Sharon. For the last year, year and a half, they don't know who Nick is anymore, they keep writing him in different in different modes and different personalities. It, 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 this is this doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me. This is not a Nick move. Um, Nick is the new Sharon. They can't figure out what to do with him. Well, the writers aren't listening to the, aren't listening to, the writers aren't listening to the fans. I mean, I don't watch the show on a regular basis, but. Everybody says the same things, you know, on social media. It's it's strange. <laughs> it is. All right. I guess it's time for us to move over to Port Charles. Yes, it is. I am going to say the same thing that I said the last time I was on the show. <laughs> Guys, I apologize for not being here for the last show. But, oh, my God, I love Violet. 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 Oh, oh my God. I love Violet. And this year's, if they do keep the category, this year's younger actor category is going to be so hard. 
between her and Douglas. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love Violet. I just have to say that one more time. I love her. All right, I'm done. I won't say <laughs> Maybe one more time. I love Violet. God, she's sweet. <laughs> she is she's the sweetest thing. What about you, David? <laughs> well, I love Violet, too. Okay. <laughs> I want to take her home. Oh. <laughs> she is the cutest I want to take girl. her to the plaza in New York and order scones and tea and ice cream. Oh, oh my God. I want to put her in a princess <laughs> I chair. I want to go on a carriage ride. Yes. She picked that up from <laughs> Anna. Yes. Yes. It was so <laughs> adorable. And when she says Waxy, oh, my God, my heart. <laughs> oh, Carolyn, you got to look at this little girl. Her name is Jophiel. Okay. The little girl playing Violet. Yeah. Her name is Jophiel Love, I think. And she's on Facebook. She does have a Facebook. Oh, okay. Well, the whole purpose is to find the most beautiful, they find the most beautiful children. <laughs> For sure. Right. How, how, old is, so, how old is her part on the show? How old is she? She's, a, about, she's, she's three? roughly about five or, yeah, I would, but I think the actress is like five or six. Oh, okay. So I would say that, yeah, it's been three years. But, you yeah, know, what they playing, do with the she's kids. She's playing about three. That's been, yeah, she's aged a little bit. She's about four on the show. She should be in real life just about three. And uh, she's probably five or six in real life. And they do that mainly so because she's more manageable at that age than yeah. if you really took a three-year-old. Yeah. 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 That's why. Yeah, that's why they have the little Thor. Yeah. Well, well, staying in the same storyline, or you know, yes. basically the same yeah. storyline. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm finding it less. I'm finding it less hard to think that it's actually Alex masquerading as Anna. Um. But this is the. I will also say, like Days of Our Lives. Um. I, there's basically nothing that I don't enjoy watching right now on General Hospital. I they really have turned it around. Except for Anna. If it is Alex oh, poor Anna. then they haven't done it they haven't done it right and I'm it's I'm gonna be very disappointed. And if it's not Alex, they better have a really, really good reason other than this is my son for her to have completely done a one you know, a one eighty to the to the character that we've known for almost thirty years. Um, she would turn him in. Is, yeah. That Anna she we know would turn him in. Yeah. Um, you know, that if it was a little less serious as far as transgressions are concerned, to pl- to blame it on Oprah, okay, I could almost see that happening, but not you know, not murder. Not murder. No. And the fact that Maxie is her goddaughter, you know, and she's yeah. allowing her goddaughter and and the baby to be in possible danger because no, 
it, it just it, that's the only thing that's rubbing me wrong about General Hospital right now. Everything else is fire. It's good. Loving and, Nina and, they, and Jax. Yeah, I like Nina and Jax. But what do you think of the bigger surprise? Well, a little bigger surprise. What did you think uh, of Brooke Kerr's Portia Robinson? Um, I, you know what? I'm glad, you know, I'm glad that she's coming on immediately with, you know, with a backstory. I'm dying to know mm-hmm. how she knows Curtis. Um, mm-hmm. Are you, I, do you have the same thing? Are you thinking along the same lines one that I am? I am. I am. I'm definitely thinking mm-hmm. that there's going to be a baby daddy switch in, in, in the, you know, coming, you know, very near future. And that's what you're thinking, right? Yeah, and do you think Daddy Number One knew it? That's what I think all the time. Remember when Taggart said, "Take care of my daughter." I think he um, knew. What? I no, think Marcus I knew. I didn't look at it. That if this way. is true, but you know what? What? Yeah, now that you said it, yeah, I do think so. Um, I, you know what? That completely went over my head because I was I was enthralled in the drama of it. But you're right, I do. I I think that would be very interesting. But I don't think Marcus is dead. I think this is a big red herring, and and he's gonna pop back yeah. up. Yeah, he he um and real real has been real uh, generous on on Facebook and Twitter. Um, given articles out about what people think about, especially fans don't think it's real. Well, at least for now, but I told him I think he'll be back. If GH yeah. knows how to pull a surprise, I think he'll be back. I, I do too. Um, I, I really do, and and I think I, I part of me part of me thinks so strongly because of how vocal he's been. I think that this is a very well-planned red herring. Um, but either way, honestly, there's so much going on that, oh, my God, it's going to be a lot of fun if he does come back. It's going to be a lot of fun, especially, you know, I wanted the triangle between Taggart, Curtis, and, you know, Marcus, Curtis, and Jordan. But the fact that it's now going to be Curtis, Portia, and Jordan, jing, 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 yeah. jing, jing. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm down for that. Oh yeah. She is definitely she she's no nonsense with Portia. Oh yeah. And, you know, standing in the scene with Rebecca Hurst and Maura West, and that she's the one that we were all focused on. Yeah. Okay. I'm ready right to go with her. I'm ready right to go wherever she's going. She <laughs> told Ava a thing or two, didn't she? First thing. <laughs> for- First thing, you know, when you're standing up with, when you're standing in a scene with two of them, you know, and then the whole, the whole, you know, wake scene, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go wherever she's going, without a doubt. Now she's I have to ask you. Present. Oh, she's got the simmering. I would not be surprised. Um, and I don't want to, you know, I, I, you know, like you guys know, I get spoilers. This is not a spoiler. This is just a, a you know, thought process. I would not be surprised if we actually find out that she's been working 
with or around Cyrus. Um, and I think we're definitely going to see um, more with, uh, oh, God, what's his name? Um, Dev's father. Oh, with Brando. Brando, thank you. Um, I think we're I think we're going to see the two of them. I think we're going to see more with Brando, and that there's going to be something with the two of them as well. I, I just have that feeling. Um, but what I've been dying to ask you, David, is yes. what do you think about the scenes with Sasha and our man Chase? You know, you know who I like him with, but he does look good with probably just about anybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> He'd look good with a um, mop. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> give him a mop. He's still bigger. <laughs> um, yeah. Um. I still want my I still want my two together. Um, but I know we have to challenge them. So I hope there's a story for them. They they are two I can see those two singing at the nurses ball this year. I you know, I honestly think you know, we're about to see the couple swap. Um you know, they're both not ready for parenthood. Michael has been thrown into parenthood, and Willow does not want to give up parenthood. So we're about to see the couple swap. Um, and then once all is said and done and the, you know, and the dust has settled, they're all four of them going to realize that they wanted to be where they originally were in the first place. Um, it's a little reminiscent of... mean Chase of, wanted to be with Jack. Willow? Yeah, Willow wanted to be with Chase, Michael wanted to be with Sasha, Sasha wanted to be with Michael, but they went with circumstances and superficial feelings, you, you know, rather than, you know, the deep, the deep underbelly. I and think, it reminds I me think, of Alexis Jack's, um, what was her name, Chloe? And, yeah, and that then, one. Yeah. Yes. I think they're going to do... It reminds me a lot of that story. I think, I think they're going to swap, but not because not because of love or anything like that, but no, they, probably they, out in necessity General Hospital and put it probably. Right on the page. Yeah, they put it right on the page with the conversation, you know, Diane and, and Michael had about uh, about getting married. Right. And immediately. And they talked about you know, it they, again. Yeah. It's, Today. You know, this is what they consider as, oh, they, yeah, I say I'm not. I didn't get today's episode yet either. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, this is, this is what they consider the slow burn, you know, versus 10 years ago. Um, Michael and Willow will be married in three weeks. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. Well, there is a wedding coming up. I did see there is a wedding coming up. And, um, and I got... Well, for now, it looks like Michael and Sasha are planning it, but there is there is a little spoiler out that says Sasha is amazed. 
Mm. March twenty sixth. We also have not seen the last of Valentine, so um you know. I I am kind of interested to see where that's gonna go. I really wish it would have went into Nell and Valentine teaming up rather than her just selling it to him and, and moving the storyline forward that way. Um, I have to wonder but, if know, that's the wedding coming up. Ooh. Because, because um, let me think. Well, the ELQ shares that has to come up and knowing that he's connected to Nell and all that. I wonder if that's coming up. Ooh, you know, interesting. And there is what? also a picture on Josh's Instagram with he and Chad dressed in tuxes coming out of GH. So I wonder yeah, see, what... I- Bad. <laughs> That's the that wedding I think is going to happen. At the last minute, it's going to be Willow stepping in. Something's going to happen with Sasha, and at the last minute, um, Willow's going to step in. I can feel it. So I think they'll, I think they'll still be together. I think, or could it be that they're going to make a play to keep Nell on her toes? Mm. Mm. Maybe. That was. Mm. What you Brooke, got for me? Brooklyn, Lulu, and um, uh, Teacher Hottie, Justin. Justin. Sorry. Yeah, is that doing anything mm. for you? Not yet. <laughs> I'm sure it's I'm sure it's warming up. I'm sure it's gonna warm up though. Ava I don't think they got the focus on. That's gonna heat. They got yeah. I think they love each other, they just don't wanna admit it. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. Um, I love they the want the money first. I, oh yeah, and the power, and the you know they want the redemption. They both want redemption yep. as well. So I mean, yep. the the all of the foundation is built. It could be the most fabulous house if they play it right. You know, they want redemption. There's the underlying attraction and and almost love that they had for each other before Nicholas was supposedly killed. You know, I, I, yeah, no, this could be a very, very hot storyline, and I'm hoping, hoping, hoping they do it right. Um, Obrecht. Oh, she's in a pickle. Do you know what the rumor is? No, I, I haven't heard any rumors. What, you have one for me? Yes. Um, the rumor is that Brad and um, Britt 
are the ones that actually that actually save Obrecht. Really? Yeah. I, I it it it's it's making me like if that's if that's a spoiler that's true it's 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 exciting me because they're not really in it except for you know that little play between Obrecht and Brad a couple of weeks ago they're really not in in the right orbit so if that is the case and they're pulling it together and and Valentine um, has something to do with it it's it's going to be really interesting to watch as well JH is firing on all cylinders they keep surprising us. Um, they keep yeah. going in directions that we've been waiting to see, but in ways that we couldn't um, have imagined they were going to do it. Um, right. Honestly, they're firing on all cylinders, and I'm, I'm very, very, very happy right now with General Hospital. I am, I am totally, I am very thrilled, and um, and I like where everything seems to be going. Uh, I know they can't do everybody at once. Um, I think they're going to take care. I think they're going to take care of Peter. I don't. I didn't hear anything about Wes leaving. Not that they. I mean, that, they I don't think Peter's. Put that out. I think Peter's going to end up getting out of it. Um, oh, you know, at least at least legally, um, they are going to break him and Mikey up, I, and then give you know that whole. Is it possible to be, you know, to be redeemed and so on and so forth? Because he is on contract and he's not going anywhere. So, you know, what are they, where, you know, what are they going to play? What are they going to do with him once this is all said and done? Right. And then, of course, we have the mobs, you know, the mob wars, which this time around, I honestly have to say, have been pretty darn interesting. You know, it's, it is. The difference this time is it's someone coming after our mobster. Um, yeah. And we all, you know, we're all in the same boat rather than everybody's collateral damage for Sony and Jason's business. You know, right. they, they were very, very smart to, to have the backstory um, involve Jordan and, and Taggart and so on and so forth, because it made it made this it made this interesting. It's not a retelling it of Alcazar and Faith and so on and so forth. This is this is really a new storyline that's interesting to watch. And he and he's and Jeff Cobra is much more than a cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you know, know he has, I he swear I know quite his the voice. history of the playing. Yeah, no, no, no. He's he's played quite a few villains in the past. You do know him. I, you do I, know him. I might, I might. Um, I can't think where though, but I swear his voice was used in Marvel cartoons. Ding, ding, ding! IMDb it. Homework, because listeners, IMDb it and see where in the Marvel Universe you saw Cyrus or heard Cyrus. It's there. He, he, he just comes out. I mean, he reminds me of Zeus a little bit, but I'm not. <laughs> it's not Zeus, but He's you'll see. Like, IMDb it. I will. I will. I will. That, he is very touching and... And I do think I know Sam is getting involved in this story too, and this could be the way she breaks parole if she can save TJ. Oh, that's the, I didn't see that spoiler. Um, that's that's interesting. One, okay, 
I'd like to see I that hope, happen. I mean, yeah. I'd very much like to see that happen. Uh, and I, I really hope this isn't the end of TJ. Um, you know, I'd really like to see Molly and TJ play out, you know, the fallout to the proposal and finding, you know, finding their way afterwards. I loved, loved, loved the conversation between Molly and Alexis. Um, and I'm baffled. Okay, you know what? There is something that 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 is dragging and not really interesting, and and kind of annoyed me with General Hospital. I forgot all about it. That's because it, you know, doesn't really light any of my fires. I'm sorry, guys out there who might actually like Alexis and Neil, but you don't. Yeah, no. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. And to, to to bring it to this, you know, someone turned them in, and there was a kiss while they were playing bingo. Come on. Oh, my God. They can't. Can they actually throw the book at someone for that? No, it's just like the people popping in and out of the damn jail every three minutes during an execution. No, they cannot throw someone. They cannot reprimand someone for a a relationship that happened after the therapy session has ended. No, they can't. And I looked it up online in New York State. Now, every state is different, but um, basically – the the it would be a reprimand unless they were it was current treatment and then there could be um there could be a license you know looking at the license and so on and so forth but it's highly unlikely and to go to these lengths no 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 of course why you went there but other than Uh, that maybe because it was the person who probably reported it it was probably Kendra before she was yeah yeah maybe. All right, guys. On that note. Oh my God, it's been a it's been an interesting evening tonight. We are cutting it yeah. short because we are three. We are down one soap, and everyone's not in it. And I want to have everyone tune in on March 26th. You guys got my email. You know who's coming. We do. Don't Can't stay. We. Won't do it. Won't do it. You can you 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 can file my nails with sandpaper, and I'm still not going to yes. tell. But what I will say is, we, yeah. you want to be here for our next interview. Yep, March 26, seven o'clock. Be there, be square, and you will not be disappointed. I send my like everyone because I have a busy life, and I want to get them in as soon as I can because who knows where. Life leads me. I wanted to get my questions in as soon as I could. Well, you'll get mine tomorrow or Saturday morning. Yeah, you'll get mine tomorrow or Saturday morning. Guys out there listening, as Kevin said, please wash your hands. Fist bump, uh, I mean elbow bump instead of handshake. Don't panic. Be safe. Be smart. Keep watching the shows. And until next time, this is Take Two Radio. We love you guys. Have a great evening and a great, a great two weeks. Well, I'm going to David, 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 am I going to be seeing you this weekend? You might. <laughs> I hope so. And um, Anthony, when are you going to be over this way? 
Um, I will be in Orlando the weekend of the 15th of May. Um, so hopefully we can get together and have a blast sometime that weekend. We'll be down there for four days. Oh, for, for those May. of you who oh, don't actually, is, is this a convention? It's a convention, yeah. And then we're going to stay an extra day or two to see his family. Um, for those well, of you guys hopefully, who... Yeah hopefully, yeah, hopefully this virus will... Everything will be settled down by them. That's yeah, me knocking. I'm hoping I get to go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping you don't get stranded and get to get, get, to get back home. Well, yeah, 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 yeah he might problem. get down there and he might not... He, he might not, and not be able to get home. Do you have an yeah. extra bedroom, Carolyn? Oh, yeah, yeah, I've got an extra bedroom. <laughs> you can handle three All right, dogs. everyone, I have to sign <laughs> off, but I will see you in two weeks. See you soon. Okay. Okay. See you in two. Good night, everybody. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.